Welcome to Sadie's Divorced and Happy Podcast, where I discuss life after divorce with a playful, spicy, fresh perspective. Every episode includes burning questions, lively 10-minute talks, and tips to happiness. Are you ready for an amazing act two? Then join me on today's episode. It's time to get your new beginning started. I love November for for many reasons. It's a month, of course, to focus on gratitude. Who doesn't love that? It's my son, my sweet boy's birthday month. It's a time to be with family and friends and people you love the most. And it's my divorcery. That's right. And what is a divorcery, you ask? Well, it is the celebration of the anniversary of your divorce. Happy divorcery. Maybe you already celebrate your divorce, and I sure hope that is the case. If not, this episode is sure going to give you some creative, juicy, delicious ideas on how you can do just that. And I will share, I have treated myself to some fun divorcery trips. I've had three divorceries now, and they have all been fabulous. The first year, I took myself to my favorite city, which is New York City. It's my soulmate city. And I did something that I'd never done before. I walked the Brooklyn Bridge by myself, and I said my mantras, and I was drinking my hot chocolate because it was November and cold. And I was in just such a happy place. I felt so free. I felt so alive. I wanted to high five everybody on the bridge. And I promise you, if you can create a joyful, loving tradition or ritual on your divorcery, it is going to be something that you actually look forward to every year. Maybe you don't like traveling. I don't know, but you could have a spa date. You could have a scrumptious walk. You could have a fun dinner with friends. You could buy yourself your own cake and eat it. And you could buy yourself a piece of jewelry. That's another thing that I did after my my divorce on my divorcery. I bought myself a new ring. And I am a Midwesterner. And if you know anything about Midwesterners, we are frugal. We like a deal. And so you don't have to you know, break the bank to buy a beautiful piece of jewelry. I think I spent maybe $40 on this ring. It's just a silver ring. It has a nice pattern on it. And when I wear it, which is almost every day, I just remember how I purchased that ring out of loving myself and that I have my back always. And the wonderful thing about celebrating a divorcery is that you are the one who creates the fun for you. It's your day to love on yourself, to be playful, to be private. Maybe you just want to be alone. That's fine. And my guest comedian, Michelle Trana, is going to reveal today in this episode her top 10 ways that you can celebrate your divorcery. And I will say they are juicy. They are juicy. They are out of the box. They are out of the box, which is what I like. You should know that by now if you've been listening to this podcast. So you have to stay tuned for her top 10 ways to celebrate your diversity. So are you ready for some breezy fun? Are you ready to laugh out loud with Michelle and me? Good, because today's episode is very celebratory and funny and raw and real. And what better way to start a lively chat than with some burning questions? Burning questions. Let's turn up the heat for 60 seconds. Well, funny lady, Michelle Trina, are you ready for some burning questions or what? 
I am so ready. I bet you are. Okay, here we go. 60 seconds. The whole idea is to answer as many questions as you can. All right, here we go. How old were you when you knew you were funny? Five. On a scale of one to 10, how much do you embarrass yourself daily? 10. Do you really have a diary? Yes, a couple. What's your best dating tip? Uh, Tell them how you feel. That's also my worst dating tip. Las Vegas is? Amazing. Which do you like better, writing or performing? Performing. Who is your favorite comedian? Sebastian Maniscalco. If Hallmark created a divorcery card, would you buy it for your divorced friends? 110%. What's the best part of living in Jersey? The beach, the city, all within an hour. Being a mom can be compared to? Uh, Being on acid and cocaine all at the same time. If you were a candy bar, what candy bar would you be? Snickers. Do 80s ballads give you butterflies or do they make you want to vomit in your mouth? Butterflies. Is laughter really the best medicine? 125% is the best medicine. And do you feel you're funnier after divorce? Yes. Woo, I knew you'd say yes to that. I love that. Look at you with your burning questions. <laughs> shimmy, shimmy, shimmy. I love it. I love that. That's fun. Jersey, you know, in Jersey, I love how they pump your gas. Do they still do that? Yeah. Oh my gosh, you said that. Because we don't even get it. When we go out of the state, we're like, why are you not doing this? And they're like, get the fuck out of the car. Oh my God, am I allowed to curse? Uh, hopefully. <laughs> you're a stand-up okay. comedian. You're allowed yes, to curse. <laughs> I'd be shocked if you didn't, Michelle, just being frank. Well, I'll try to keep it clean. (laughs) You know, you can or you can't. It doesn't matter. It's all good. We're all good. We're having fun today on this episode. We're celebrating. Michelle has created a special surprise. She's created a top 10 list of reasons why you should have a divorcery. All right. Divorcery. (laughs) All right. Top 10 reasons why you should have a divorcery. Go for it, Michelle. Number 10, an excuse to order your body weight and alcohol because you're surviving doing this shit alone and killing it. Number nine, an excuse for a girl's or guy's trip without having mom or dad guilt. Number eight, to throw yourself a party and invite all your married friends who try to set you up and have male and female strippers there, making them as uncomfortable as you made them during those horrible setups. (laughs) Number seven, a reason to max out your ex's credit card that you still have access to since he still hasn't paid some loose ends of alimony, child support, or settlement fees. (laughs) Number six, an excuse to buy yourself a new car, jewelry, or overpriced dinner. You made it another year monetizing off your divorce. All right, now we're going up to the last five here of reasons to have a divorce to read number five. You can text an ex and it doesn't matter the length or the volatile content of the text because it's your divorcery. Number four, to have a fling with a really younger guy or woman and not feel guilty. It's your divorcery. Number three, to fly to Vegas, get married and get divorced all in one weekend. And it's okay because it's your divorcery. You're wanting to relive the happiest day of your life. Number two, put up a social media post of your ex and his biggest, darkest secret. Only applies to those that did them dirty. Blurring their face out so that when their lawyer calls, it won't matter because it's your divorcery. And number one reason to have a divorcery is you didn't stay in an unhappy marriage. Oh, that was delicious. I especially love the the fling with the younger guy. Now, could I do that on my girl's trip, Michelle? I'd like Girl, to stack the fun on my divorcery. I, I think you could. <laughs> I think you, I see like, because people feel guilty with the younger person. I don't know. I never do. I love millennial men. They're I a lot more like fun, I think. Of, they are. I feel like some of the younger guys I've been with are more mature than the older guys. I think they're, emotionally, uh, they're more emotionally aware. Right. And they also like, 
like there's not major like intimacy issues. Maybe it's just the men I'm with, but. <laughs> so this list, I love this. Okay, so have you done anything off this list? Was this solely inspired from personal experiences? Yes, and then I haven't done everything. Um, I put it in the lens of me as a comic and as just this like, you know, person that just, I share everything and I don't care. Number one is for sure, I didn't say an unhappy marriage, we were very unhappy. And like, I felt lost. So of course that was the big reason why. Um, I have never put a social media post of my ex that I would probably in a lot of trouble for. Um, Yeah, consult with a lawyer before you do that. No, Whoever's but you, listening you to my show, I make fun of my exes and the men that I date. So. Well, you're a stand-up comedian. That's freedom of speech. First Amendment, right? 100%. Um, I have flown to Vegas, not to get married, but I've done National Divorce Day, which is a celebration of uh, your divorce with Chippendales. So that was like my close. That's why I had to think about figuring that, that out. That sounds I had, so steamy fling. and juicy. I had a fling with the Chippendales. Why wouldn't you? And also that's the first time I'm ever repeating that out loud, uh, like in public because he's not, I don't think he's a Chippendale anymore, uh, but I had a fling with him and I met him on National Divorce Day, but we had the fling like a couple months later. Talk about a celebration. I love it. it so you have a lot to celebrate. I mean, you are doing this comedy show called Divorced Diaries. Now, how did that begin? So Divorced Diaries uh, incept, like it incepted it itself into my brain when I'm, I, was separated and I moved back home with my parents and my 92 year old grandmother, my twin brother and my handicapped dog. You're an so, Italian. So that makes a lot of sense. Right. And like, it's like, you can make up the bickering and the conversations and like my mom, like warning me, I better not get pregnant, like stuff like that. And, um, I just kept thinking, you know, as a performer, since I was in high school, you know, I was a kid, I started dancing and I was always taking what was going on in my life and creating from it. So Divorce Diaries started then. I just started writing. And then I, I eventually went from a one-woman theater show to this one-woman comedy show. And you've performed all over the country. Yes, thankfully. The, the opportunities that have come my way in the last three years have all been manifested through my hustle and like begging and plot, not begging, but like, well, maybe begging, begging, oh, we plotting, can, We can beg and ask nicely. It's all the same in some way. That, that hustle mode of like, hey, I have this show and we got to start, you got to start somewhere. Absolutely. So where's the show now? What's happening so, now with your show? So um, I'm thankful to have a home base in New York City at Broadway Comedy Club. The show is done there. I guess you'd say in residence where I produce my show there once a month. Um, since the pandemic, I decided to make it not once a month and make it in months that I'm not traveling so that I just solely focus on my ticket sales for that space. So it's going to be at Broadway Comedy Club in September, September 18th, and then October 23rd. And then I go back out to California to do it at the sister club, Broadway Comedy West. So, so what's your show about? So it's basically about my post-divorce journey and I do stand up and then I also do improv and sketch comedy in the show. And so I'll do 30 minutes of stand up about my life centered around the divorce, centered around my family, centered around being a single mom and competing with perfect mom. And then I'll do a section called Michelle does her exes where we are revamping this part, by the way, because I'm not sure if it's working right, but I play my exes, three of my exes and uh, no names are of course are used, but there's the Greek, the coach and the cop. And either the audience, uh, if I, I usually do it by myself. And I also have a set feature. Who's also my writing partner, Doug Bass. And he, 
will interview the the exes about you know why are they the worst ex the best worst ex we do you said title it and then the improv part is the fan favorite where everybody in the audience has to write a line they would say to their ex and i act that out in the improv with doug as exes now when i do it with my by myself i act it out as my exes it sounds like it's a, a, a great outlet for you. And I think a lot of people after divorce, clearly I started a podcast. I think we all, you know, we have a story to tell, right, Michelle? Yeah, absolutely. And how, how would you encourage the listener to take that first step to tell her story or his story? Because I think that first step is so critical. Like you have to make a move. Like you said, you started to hustle. Like you, well, first you started writing, obviously creating content. And then you started to hustle and say, Hey, I have this great content. Put me on your stage. So what would you encourage the listener to do? The first thing to do is, is take action. So like if it's writing, if it's um, setting up a group where you can rely on each other to kind of keep up with what you want to do, because sometimes it's hard for people to generate self-motivation. Um, so find somebody that helps you get motivated and stick with them. Uh, and also create from what's going on. I don't feel, don't feel embarrassed to share. I think that's a hard thing for people to understand. And it's like, who gives an F? Not stop caring what other people think. Do it. We're in midlife now. We've been divorced. I mean, well, and I I I have, there's a freedom there, I think, Michelle, don't you? Yeah. We're not 20 somethings anymore, worried about what everybody thinks about us. But I'm not, at least. I'm not either. But like, I've had people say to me who are divorced that don't, you know, start something, they're like, oh, I can never do that. Cause they feel like there's still a big stigma around them failing in their marriage. I was like, failing? Honey, I succeeded. I got out of that. What is this? Like someone said to me about like, every, you know, I made a joke on stage last week. I was like, everyone in the divorce community has a blog, a podcast, right. a 20% off coupon for condoms that they can't use, you know, some, like something like silly like that. But it's like, you got to get up and do something. And I said, I feel like sometimes we're so boxed in where someone said to me, oh, you know, do you need a coach to help you with your healing process? I was like, I am healed because I got out of that. <laughs> And your comedy is healing. I'm sure it's, I mean, humor is healing. I think laughing helps a lot. The humor part for me was more for like my post-divorce dating. Like I just got sucked in and like got my heart broken multiple times. I mean, it's like, that's what helped me. And like, I definitely broke my ex-husband's heart with wanting the divorce. And like, there was a lot of tumultuous arguing. So what I would do is create jokes about it. And that would make me feel less anxious, less stressed out, not depressed. So if you think about it, writing, running, doing something around whatever, it's a physical or if it's an emotional, mental thing for you to do to create from your divorce or your pain if it's a breakup do it because then you're going to ultimately feel better i I agree i wholeheartedly agree i love funny women i love women who talk about money i think that's sexy i think funny women are sexy what's it like to be a woman in the world of stand-up in a very sexist world oh that's a great question um i think it's all how you navigate it i've learned a few lessons uh being too nice and uh green so i just so you're uh, less nice and thus less green I, i should say that i'm not less nice but i make sure that if I'm being asked to do a show or I'm being asked to do something that I get my answer about what they need right away. Okay. So another question I have around advice to funny women, how do you go about kind of like starting a reality show or starting a podcast? You just write your content, you get an open mic, you get up there, you tell some jokes, you figure out what, what works, you figure out what flops. 
Yeah. So what I did was years ago, I was in improv uh, in New York City, UCB, uh, Upper Assistance Brigade. And then I wanted to go back to it when I, I, I broke up with this guy. He was a cop. He really hurt me. And I wanted to let out some of the material into some kind of funnel. Right. And I was doing some some work in New York on the side while I was teaching. And then I was like, I want to go back to improv because I remembered how much it made me feel good comedy. So the improv classes were filled. So I, I took a stand-up class at Caroline's and I never stopped since. I love that. Maybe for someone's divorcery, I'm saying it they better. Should. I think I think you've been a positive influence on me. I think I'm saying it better. Divorcery. <laughs> they could do a stand-up bit. Yes, How empowering would that be? It could be funny, be thrilling. They go could maybe meet a mic. Chippendale. I don't know. Dude, I'm telling you, National Divorce Day this year, I'm pitching to them that they have like a huge thing where divorced women should fly out and get a separate party. In I, Las I, Vegas. I, yeah, I pitched to them for six months and he finally said yes to have me come out and do seven minutes of my show. But speaking of hustle, because I kept thinking to myself, what's the ultimate divorce party for a divorcery? I love this, right? This is it. Chippendales. And it's not cheesy. I actually was, I, my father had died a month before I broke up with somebody. I was in a bad frame of mind. And when I went out there, not only with the show, but just the gen, the, the way that they made me feel, it was great. It was awesome. Do you think it's okay to find humor around divorce? 130%. I know I said the 120, 100. So it's so ridiculous. I've had people say to me when they like, oh, how it's not funny. As have it's I. It's funny. It, it's heartache sucks, but. Right. If you kill like for me, I was going some through something recently that I, I don't, I'm not on the same page with somebody that I really care for. Now I have to, and it sets me back and it's not his fault. It's my, the way I process, but it, the only way I know how to wake up in the morning besides waking up for my kid is to create because yes. that's what gets me out of bed in the morning. Totally resonate with that. Creating and connecting. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Oh yeah. And when you connect with somebody and I, I don't like to like, I don't like when you, when you connect with somebody and, it, and you feel it, it's like. I, that's why I don't let things go so easily because it's like, oh, but it, it's right there, you know? And it's like, I can't, and I, and then I start getting stuck in my own cycles unless I write, unless I dance uh, or move, you know, and that's all creating. So for you, has divorce allowed you to be even more creative than you were before? Yes. I, when I was married, I lost my, like, I left acting full time. I was like a different, I, I went into teaching and I taught theater and I still performed on the side. I performed with my kids. So I did find a second love with how theater and acting can and humor can help people. And I started a theater company for children with special needs. And so, so, but when I got divorced is when I finally came back into my identity of who I am. I now can say I'm fully not concerned about what my job thinks what this person thinks what this person thinks because I'm in a place where I put myself that I work for myself that my brand is me and it feels amazing so empowering yeah. and now don't we all want to have a fun divorcery and go to Las Vegas and celebrate so international divorce day and just live large and have mm -hmm. some fun and laugh and bring some levity amidst the things that are hard. I think that humor, comedy, you know, one thing that I've done just to have a release is I'll just listen to female stand-up comedians. It's a great I, release. It's a, it's a wonderful release. I mean, Nikki Glaser is one of my favorite and like I'll, I've listened to just to even to interviews of her and like Witty Cummings. Like, I mean, there's so many, but like I, for her, I, I really, you know, she, she would talk about her female self and how like she was so different and like that shame that we sometimes have with 
men, right? Like, oh, we're not perfect in certain parts of our body or our mind. And she's talking about that openly and it makes, and, and people are laughing about it. Right. That's what I want to do for other people. Well, I love what you're doing. I love your passion. I love your commitment. I love your hustle. You keep going. I love it, Michelle. And if you keep need going. more laughs, you must follow Michelle. And how can the listener do that? So if you want to follow the show, you can go to divorcediariesshow.com. So divorcediariesshow.com. And all of my social media is on the website and you can find it everywhere. Instagram, TikTok, uh, Snapchat, LinkedIn. I think LinkedIn is Michelle Traina, trained with the letter A at the end, but it's all on divorcediariesshow.com. Wonderful. I can't wait to see where you go next. I'm so excited for you. I'm so excited too. Thank you for having me, Sadie. Such a pleasure. And let's have a drink sometime and toast to the concept of a divorcery. Yes, absolutely. Cheers to you, Michelle. All right. Talk about a top 10 list. Oh, Michelle, I loved your list. That was so creative. I loved it. I love creative minds. I'm putting her list in the show notes, so be sure to check them out again. And I say, take it even to the next step. Print that list, put it out, put your Michelle Trainer top 10 ways to whip up your divorcery list out somewhere where you can see it, you can have a little inspiration or at minimum, some comedic relief when you really need it. I'm going to just admit it. I'm just thinking I'm over here in my nook where I take my podcasts thinking about Chippendale dancers. I know you you know, actually I work, uh, I'm a photographer and I work a gig later this month in Vegas. So Michelle has given me some ideas on how I can spend my downtime while I'm out there. Stay tuned. And did you know that International Divorce Day is January 6th? So bring on the Vegas, bring on the Chippendale dancers. I think you and I should go. We should go. We should go and we should party like it's 1999 and like we're 20 years younger. What do you think? Are you in? I know I just made a Prince reference because I live in Minneapolis, Minnesota, and I cannot help myself love him love me my prince well talking about prince and chippendale dancers and of course divorceries makes me feel very happy which makes it the perfect time to share a tip to happiness with you sadie's tips to happiness today's tip to happiness is get out of your way Yes, you heard me correctly over there. Get out of your way. Like Michelle shared today so deliciously and beautifully, we get in our own way all the time. We tell ourselves we can't do something. We can't take the trip. We can't take the class. We can't learn the new skill. We can't write the book. We can't have love again. Whatever it is, we, you and I, need to get out of our way so that you and I can have the experiences that we want to have. So my tip for you today is to get out of your way and do the thing you want to do. And now you're thinking over there, yeah, Sadie, that's easier said than done, but that is exactly the problem. We're just two in our heads. I know I can totally be way too in my head. I think by doing that, we make things so much harder than they need to be. When you start to get in your way, when you start to get in your head, I want you to listen to this episode because one, it's uh, funny, and two, you know, it's kind of entertaining, and three, and most importantly, listen to Michelle's story and be inspired. What did Michelle do? She had a vision. She took a class in stand-up. She fell in love with it. She took steps to create her own show. She got her East Coast hustle on, love the East Coast hustle, and she went for it, and she did not give up, and now she is all over the country performing, and she has a reality show that's about to lift off, so take her as your inspiration and do it. Go 
for it. What is it that you want to do? Set a baby goal. I'm all about baby goals, baby steps. Remember the movie, What About Bob? Maybe you need to watch it. It's all about baby steps, tiny goals that you can check off every day. Realistic deadlines. Ask for help. Talk positively to yourself about what it is that you want to do. Be compassionate when you don't reach your goals. Don't give up. Ask a friend to hold you accountable. Your friends want you to be happy. So ask them to hold you accountable to achieving your goals. I'm going to bet that they'll want to help. And I know, I know, because I can say this out of my own experience, once you start to get out of your own way and you take the steps to plan the trip, say to Vegas, to the International Divorce Day party with the Chippendale dancers, you're going to feel, you're going to feel a lot of things, but you're going to feel so excited and motivated to take the next step and then the next and the next and the next. And soon you will be your own Michelle trainer, creating your vision and bringing it to life. And that's just so exciting, right? And then I know what you're going to do after you do all that. You're going to tell me about it. You're going to DM me. You're going to message me. I know you will. Better. Now, I want you to go and celebrate your delicious divorcery with a spa date or a long nap or a new vibrator. I had to say it. I had to say it. Well, okay. I, I just bought the womanizer because I listened to Nikita, the sex coach from my episode, 50 Shades of Vibrations. Check it out. It, that is amazing. So treat yourself to something special, something that you enjoy. It's your divorcery. I mean, if you want to buy your own scrumptious cake, I say do it and enjoy every bite. I think I might do that tonight. I might get some cake and I'm going to have my womanizer vibrator and I'm going to, I'm going to watch some female comedians. It is a, officially a divorcery party over here. So much fun, right? Well, whatever you decide to do for your happy divorcery, I, again, I hope it makes you feel so alive, excited, inspired. And of course, of course, so very, very happy. And you know what would make me feel so happy? If you would please rate, review, subscribe, follow this podcast, Sadie's Divorced and Happy. Also be sure to follow me on Instagram and Facebook at Sadie's Divorced and Happy. And visit my website, divorcedandhappy.net, where you will find every episode of my podcast, along with my blog about life after divorce. If you found this episode to be playful, fun, entertaining, inspiring, uplifting, I would love it if you would show me some support by buying me a coffee. And you can do that online by just going to www.buymeacoffee.com backslash Sadie Marie. You can buy me a cup or two or three for my divorcery. Okay. Thank you so much in advance for that. And of course, I cannot wait to connect with you on the next podcast episode. Until then, you take good care.